A great little toy, if you ask me. I would have loved to have this. Meet Horace Maxwell Ford, age 38, but already growing a bit paunchy. He's a man whose clothes never quite seem to fit and whose shirt is forever coming untucked from his trousers. His socks are usually down around his ankles, his horn-rimmed glasses are always about to fall off his face, and he can't keep his hair combed at all. A mild man, an apologetic man, except when talking about his favorite subject, his beloved childhood memories. He's the type who quite naturally becomes the butt of endless jokes, at least when the jokers don't feel instinctively sorry for him. But were they wise enough, they would notice that there is a tragic quality about him as well. In just a moment, Horace Ford will come to understand what's tragic is not the fact that he's an inadequate man, but really an inadequate grown-up boy. A life-changing discovery, and one that could happen only in the Twilight Zone. And now The Twilight Zone and our story, The Incredible World of Horace Ford, starring Mike Starr with Stacy Keach as your narrator. Leonard? Laura, come in. What's the matter? Here. I don't want Horace to see this. It's his birthday present. Len, would you take it with you so he doesn't see it lying around? Check. I'll bring it along Friday night. Thanks. So how are you? Oh, I'm exhausted. It is not easy to shop for that man. What'd you get him? A smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means he's growing up. Betty and I got him a new gold chain for that pocket watch of his. Oh, and we got him a yo-yo, too, as a gag. Oh, that'll probably be his favorite present. You mind if I sit down? My feet are killing me. Please. So, uh, the surprise party's all set for Friday? All set. What's the plan? Well, everybody's coming over to the place at 8. Horace thinks the two of us are going to a movie. I'll make him answer the door and sing happy birthday or something. He'll go right through the floor. Probably. Oh, what time is it? Late. Is he busy? Mm, yeah. Well, I think he's worked late enough. Ford? Oh. Hi, Mr. Judson. What are you doing at the window? Uh, nothing. Uh, I mean, just thinking. Thinking? About what? I don't know. Toys? Whose toys? You don't seem to have done much thinking about ours. Look at this. I'm getting him out of there. Good night, Len. Laura. Well, look at it. I know what it is. The blueprint for the robot. What happened? If we put this into production the way it is, do you know how much money we'll lose? But it's a good toy. That has nothing to do with it. See here, Ford, you've been with us a long time. You must know that we're in business to make a profit. This design just isn't cost-effective. I want it simplified. What do you want to simplify? For one thing, the eyes don't have to flash on and off. Sure they do. You want to ruin it? The flashing eyes? That's the beauty part. It's terrific. You could play for hours with a toy like that. Why are you raising your voice? I'm not, but you're talking about... Look, Ford, I don't want to argue about it. Just do the design over. Don't you remember when we used to play soldiers? With a mechanical man like this, you could... Oh, 
is, is this the office of... Oh, there you are, Horace. Laura? Mr. Judson, you remember my wife? Mr. Judson. Oh, how nice to see you. A pleasure. Remember, Ford, I'll need it first thing in the morning, no later. Yes, sir. Good evening. Hello, Laura. Aren't you surprised that I'm here? Yes, uh, yes, I am. What time is it? Well, why don't you check your watch? Almost six. Oh, that late? I've been shopping all afternoon and I'm absolutely done in. Well, how about taking me home? Okay. Right, here's your briefcase. I'm just going to fall into bed tonight. Literally fall into bed. <laughs> That's all right. I have some homework. Oh, no. Not again. Now, what is it this time? A robot. He's trying to ruin it. Oh, I'm sure Mr. Judson's...